been through it all, man. Blood, sweat, and tears. Niggas is dead and shit. The fuck else could happen, yo? I don't think much more, son. I remember, yo. You know, seen it all and been through it all, yo. That's how niggas know right now. Lord, the mother for real, for real. Blowing niggas with rusty ass German things, keeping the dough as I motherfucking claim the fame. Throwing your wetsuit when it rains and pours and all. Hit them with the fall, don't even know it from a hole in the wall. Get at me, niggas wanna clap me, snitches wanna rap me. Put it right where they back me. Keep my guns close to me, enemies even closer. Sending kites with the motor rollers, yo. Give them the cold shoulder with a hollow tip to match. Bad apple out of the bats, obsessed with gas. Since a little dude eating niggas full buck fifties. Niggas could kill me, but they coming with me. Yes, and the queen beat of attack Only you fly bitch like that You leave her alive Rock sleep Make you think the drama is dead Yo, I smile up in your face Go and fight instead Yo, it's the real shit Shit to make you feel shit Thump them in the club Shit, have you out and out When you thump this See your ear drum and war cut Have it nigga OD Cause it's never enough Yo, it's the real shit Shit to make you feel shit Thump them in the club Shit, have you out and out When you thump this See your ear drum and war cut Have it nigga OD Cause it's never enough Hot damn pole, here we go again. Hey. Whoa. <laughs> Lil' Kim always gonna take you there, you know? Hard as a cock. Whoa. Too far, too far, too far. You know, I mean, yeah, we want to have a damn. You know? Well, that was in honor of the late, great prodigy from Mob Deep. Who Moment of silence. Sadly passed away. <sighs> yeah, man. From sickle cell. Yeah. That's sad. I don't think I've ever, like, I know people with it, but I never heard anybody, like, passing away. I wonder what, like, what happened, like, mm-hmm. specifically. Like, did he have pneumonia? Did he? Maybe, like, immune system was just Yeah, like, did he, um, mm-hmm. crazy. Caught a book. Caught a bad cold. Mm-hmm. Or didn't take his medicine. I don't know. Mm. Well. Sad, man. Very sad. Oh, welcome to her and her. Welcome. Yeah. How's your week going? You know, I've been on this new journey of working now. I don't think I've ever worked out this hard in my life. I've worked out, but not this hard in my life. And not this consistent. And you know, the funny thing about it is that... You, you really shouldn't work out on your own. Not to say that you can't work out on your own. Like, if you got enough knowledge and you've done with, then cool. But I've come to the realization that all the running I used to do mm-hmm. has not surmounted. Like, I've seen more results in the two, in the four, seven weeks that I've been going to the gym mm-hmm. than the months of running that I used to do by myself. And it's like, because you, you don't, you, I guess you, Go towards what you think you know, what makes sense at the time, mm-hmm. what what you can afford, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, what fits into your schedule, what makes sense for you. And I think I've always liked to run, because I just like the, the freedom that you feel. You mm-hmm. know, like, oh, just out in the world, just running. And then I used to love, like, how far I think I could go. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to lie to you. Going to this gym, going to these classes, four days a week, I've not, I haven't seen... Not in seven weeks of my life. And that's why I believe, like, take a class or two. Mm -hmm. Take a class or two, add it into whatever, figure it out. But for you to see a real result, or even download some of those apps, like, of, I know a couple of people who have, like, say, like, all these really good, like, exercise apps and, you know, whatever, whatever. But implement other things. Like, just picking one thing. Right. I've come to realize that it's not not to get the results that you're really looking for. Yeah, I hit it from all angles. Yeah, man. Like, for real, for real. Yeah. And it's been a great journey, man. It's beautiful. Yeah. You know, it feels good to feel good about yourself. Sure. Like, like look in the mirror and be like, it's not exactly, but I, I see the progression. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of my progression mm-hmm. and feel good about it. I don't think I've, I felt this good about how I feel and how I look in a long time. And I've been... The vegetarian, pescatarian for a while now. 
And it's like, you have to marry that with the other components that fully make you that, what's the word? Like the whole 360, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, you got the nutrition down. Now it's like, okay, start adding those other elements into your life. Right. Not temporarily, like, like implement these in your life for real so that you can have this feeling all the time. Right. You know? But yeah, I just went into a whole um, nutrition slash... <laughs> Get your life right for the summer. Tangent. Yeah. Just went off. But I think it was, you know, just tab it beneficial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, share your knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> well, today we're going to get into the topic of spirituality. Um, and we're kind of going to talk about, like, I think we all have, like, spirit, spiritual, spiritual, ideals of what we like want it to look like and feel like but when you go out into the real world and you have to live your normal life every single day and it's kind of hard to marry the two it's like a real it's a journey marrying like spirituality with like life definitely so we're gonna get into that topic today yeah you know now that i think about it (laughs) you know this all works hand in hand you know because now my working out is like my is like everything for my spirit right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just wanted to add in the fact that it really wasn't a tangent, you know. My subconscious was ahead of me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. No, for real though, you know, because some people will say like that's their thing. That's 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 their spirituality. Like as you get to meet people and realize like you know you come from whatever your culture is at your house or your home or whatever it may be. And you take those ideals and those concepts and you go out into the world. And then the first moment that someone doesn't have the same views of you, you're like shocked. Like you don't believe the same thing I believe. Like mm-hmm. the whole world doesn't feel like this. Mm-hmm. And I think it opens up. I mean, if you're a, a open person with awareness of the world and other cultures around you, then I think you'll um, greatly greatly um elevate yeah and be able to like truly even like more develop who you are as a person not only accepting of other cultures and creeds but be able to implement some of those things that make sense to you and not feel like oh i'm not muslim so i can't do that Uh oh i'm not jewish so i can't do that or whatever but i believe that spirituality um it has no box. It has no boundaries. It has no, like, it supersedes everything that you think of spirituality. It supersedes religion. It it, it goes beyond tradition and tr- beyond, like, everything. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how could you limit it to one God? How could you limit it to one belief? How could you limit, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that you can't. Then you're not really gaining what you're supposed to gain from spirituality. I agree. You know what I mean? You don't open... It is tying in... And I feel like also like with the working out thing, like you said, if you're only worried about your spirituality in a sense of your mind, right? You're not tapping into every single aspect of it. Because mm-hmm. your, your body, your mind, everything, you know, they help each other. So... But I have the definition of spirituality, so I'm going to read that. And then I guess we can talk about our definition of what that is. So this, the definition of spirit, spirituality, I'm like tongue-tied today. The quality of being concerned with the human spirit or soul as opposed to material or physical things. That was it? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I was expecting something long and, and long-winded. and That's the textbook definition. Uh, well, you know, and as you, as you uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's true. You can't be focused on materialistic things and think like how many how many times you've met somebody who's like rich and has all the things in the world, still fucking unhappy. Still unhappy. Mm-hmm. So I know sometimes too in the world we fixate on feeling or thinking like if I just had this, I'd be in a better place. Yeah. If I just had this, if I just had this amount of money, I'd be in a better place. No, but I have to pause you. My friend Taylor, she sends me these, um, she sent me this like video of like, uh, it's like advice from the most successful people in the world. And this one part of the video and this guy is talking, he's like, you know, um, 
people feel like if they have money, if they just say, oh, if I have $50,000, I'd be way happier. $50,000 is going to fix it. He's like, and then you, you move into a neighborhood. You have 50 grand. You move into a neighborhood where people are making $100,000. Mm-hmm. Then you make a hundred, and you still, now you're comparing yourself to the $100,000. Mm-hmm. Then you make $100,000, and you move into a neighborhood where people are making $100 million. Mm-hmm. Or he just keeps going and mm-hmm. increases the number. And he's like, and then you get to a point where you make so much money, you think you're good. And then you, you move into a place where there's old money. And old money laughs at your money. <laughs> Love this. <laughs> and he's like, and then now what are you going to do? He's like, because he because you could keep going and going exactly. and going. Exactly. He was like, and you're gonna get to a point where you can't always feel like you can't always compare yourself to other things. You can't always feel like money. If I had this, if I had what he has, if I had the money he has, it's gonna fix everything. It's not. He was like, if you don't fix what's going on in the inside and in your spiritual, your spirit, like, you, that money is not gonna do anything that you think it's gonna do for you. It's not a fixer. That's just like when people say like, oh, if I just if I could just go get my 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 body done. I'd be, I'll feel better about myself. No, because you're still going to look in the mirror and still see that person that you despised. Yep. Totally agree. That that, that part about that own money was funny as hell. Because <laughs> ain't, 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 ain't no amount of work that you possibly could do. Because at that point, maybe you would stop. Maybe at that point because Maybe. <laughs> like, what you gonna do? You move into a neighborhood and Rockefeller's in there. Mm-hmm. Good luck, my nigga. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Cause even I'm not saying it's not capable, but not in your generation. No, they've been working, they've been stealing people and robbing for, for generations and generations and okay. generations. So good good luck on that. Good luck. And I hope you don't die in the process. I hope you don't die in the process. Right. And that's all I have to say. I mean, I've seen loved ones around me who I love them, and I love their work ethic. I love what they believe in. I love all those things, and I watch them go hard for what they believe. But the going hard has landed them in all kinds of health issues, lack of sleep, all kind of shit. You see, like, famous people who be going in, be like, I haven't slept for days. I haven't this. I haven't that. You're an idiot. Because <laughs> at some point you're gonna crash and burn, son. How many famous people we hear have and uh, uh, what you call it aneurysms or become seizures, unconscious seizures, like yeah. developing all kinds of shit that you ain't never had. And it's amounts of stress, no sleep, not eating well, lack of nutrition, not working out. Like all those things are incredibly important mm-hmm. for you to have abundance in life, son. Don't th- and and you keep chasing that dollar. You think you're not chasing the dollar. You think to yourself, "Nah, I'm chasing. I want to leave a legacy. I want to do this. I want to do that." Then what are you doing right now with the money that you have to leave that legacy? Mm-hmm. If you're not doing anything right now at this present moment to do that. Then you're going to continue to think that you're making more money to leave a legacy. You can start that right now. Mm-hmm. If you got a certain amount of extra income, you can start that right now. Go buy something, buy into a small business that 10 years from now is going to make you that 100 grand or that 200 grand. Because you can't keep chasing a dollar and scared to, to, to invest your money. Mm-hmm. Because you'll never get there. And you'll still be chasing this, 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 this dollar bill that you think you're not chasing mm-hmm. for, uh, forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. And I, yeah, I feel like... Like when you're doing all those things, like I know some some if you have to do you have to work, you don't sleep, whatever. But at some point, that and chasing something materialistic is it's it's subtracting from your from your time to really tap in mm-hmm. to the things you need to tap into. The lack of sleep is not allowing you to be open and intuitive and have your antennas up and to hear and to feel and to be aware and in tune with the things around you and with yourself. How can you concentrate on those things if you're fucking sleepy? If you're exhausted to the point where all you need to do is lay down somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, how can you receive messages, you know what I mean, of your intuition and your your, your ancestors? Because I believe in all those things coming through to you. How can you pick those things up if you're preoccupied with other stuff and i even i fall victim to that shit absolutely and i'm guilty of it absolutely son absolutely we're still gonna think like if i just made this amount of money i'll be okay mm-hmm. or if i just got this job right here my life would be a little bit better yeah or if this just take off and just be able to give me just a little bit to live off of mm-hmm. i'll be, be okay fine. right you know right. and you keep saying those things to yourself over and over again. And it's not like you're not 
speaking your dreams and your goals and aspirations out there. But it's like we constantly have to remember, though, that we live in the now. Mm-hmm. And what are, what can we do now to change now, you mm-hmm. know? But I think it's more so, like, what I've been doing with myself, like, while I'm working because I'm on a journey with like my spirituality, like, diving deeper into it. But the thing that I told myself is... Like it's not about the money. It is about the money, but it isn't about the money because at the end of the day, I want to chase what's going to make me happy. I don't want to chase a dollar amount because a dollar amount is going to constantly change. You know what I mean? Like my goals have to be, your goals have to be, uh, the core of them have to be something that's going to truly like give you fulfillment and make you happy. Of course, money makes life more <laughs> accessible. Yeah, but... Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, like, so what is your definition of spirituality to you? Now, my definition is um, truly having your mind, body, and soul um, as one. Mm-hmm. Engaging yourself in things as daily as you possibly can to make sure that those things stay united. Um, and it's hard sometimes to balance because I know for myself, Sometimes I am mentally on it. Like, I'm on my meditation. I say my rituals and my mantras every day. Um, I'll, I'll, I'm just with it. And then I feel like, okay, but well my working out, my nutrition has fall off, fell off. Mm-hmm. Or my nutrition and my, and my, my um, meditation is on point, but I'm not working out. Right. You know, so, and now that's one of my situations. Like, I'm working out crazy, and my nutrition is good, but I haven't been meditating as much as I've I've done in the past. You know what I mean? Like, so it's one of those things to, like, I feel like when I get to the point where I can do all three of those things flawlessly, and my definition of flawless, Mm -hmm. not, you know, not perfection, Mm -hmm. but to the point where I feel good about those three things on a daily, Mm -hmm. yeah. And for me, it's like nirvana for me. Right. I think also, like, um, we all have, like, high expectations, of course, of the things like the pinnacle of where we want to be um, in those, like, things that matter to us. But at the same time, like, you have to give yourself, like, credit, like, a lot of credit for the things that you are doing. You know what I mean? Because there was a point in time where your nutrition was strong and some other things weren't. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. And I think you need to give yourself a lot more credit for that. I'm just saying. Aw, thanks, my love. I appreciate that. Yes. Yeah, and on top of that, I got to be somebody's wife. Mm-hmm. I, I got to be somebody's uh, wardrobe stylist. I got I to gotta be somebody's like, still trying to run my own business. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's just what gets me moving from day to day. You know what I mean? And you don't realize how important that is to you. And I also feel like, just my conversations with God just makes me feel like I, I'm I'm doing these things so that when I ultimately give you the thing that you can't even imagine right now, mm-hmm. you're going to be so bossy mm-hmm. because you had the time to figure out all the things that people get the success and then have to go backwards mm-hmm. because now, all, now this is great, but all this is royally fucked. Mm-hmm. And I would rather be mentally, spiritually, like like fit and everything else grounded mm-hmm. before I get to that point. I would love that because then you know how crazy your life is going to be. Right. And so if you don't have that knowledge, I I mean, look, look, what I said to you the other day, we were just, I mean, real quick, we were, it was just a video of, of Cardi B. And I was like, man, she looks a little different. And you was like, really? She got big? And I'm like, not big, but I could tell like your body is changing and your body is changing because you're you're not eating right you're probably not getting any sleep you know what i mean so it's like i could i could tell that she just looks different to me you know what i mean and you you have like you have this amazing success and it's great but it's like i also feel like sometimes those things read to me that you don't deserve it and so you don't care about the other things like because it's a lot of mental control that you need to be able to do those things to the best of your ability. Or at least to say to yourself, I'm not good at this, this, and this. I make good money. What can I reach from my outsourced resources to make me better at that? Because I don't have it inside to make it work. I also think maybe she does 
like certain people really don't value certain things. No, yeah, you know I agree I mean? with that. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. I think that it takes a lot of like spiritual intelligence to be aware of things that needs fixing mm-hmm. and things that you're good at and things you're not good at inside yourself, like within yourself, mm-hmm. like shutting out outside things and saying, okay, me, what am I good at? What am I? Whatever. But, um, yeah. So I think my definition of spirituality though is for myself, it would be like being one with myself, kind of like what you said. Um, but also like honoring all of the realm, like spiritual things that are involved in the makeup of who I am, my ancestors, um, that have sacrificed and are still, you know what I mean? Like their spirits are still around and still guide us and things like that. And just making sure that I am able to receive the, my intuit, my my intuitive messages and all of those things make up spirituality to me. Like all of that mind body and soul like i believe that all of those things run together as well mm-hmm. so i think that's like the core of like what i deem important in my spirituality absolutely your connection to whoever your higher being is you know yeah what I mean? and and but like what are you doing here to channel those things right mm-hmm. and so just i think we all essentially are, are What's the word I'm looking for? That's our that's our destination, right? You know, like yeah, because spirituality is a journey. It is. It's never not, gonna end. Yeah, it's not something you just wake up and I found it. I'm here. Mm-hmm. It's always gonna be something. Always, I mean, I don't know. And I believe in prayer so much. Like in moments where you where you don't understand, in moments where you do understand, in moments when you're happy or sad. Like I I like to pray. That's my thing. Pray to God, pray to my ancestors, everything, all of the above. I used to be a heavy prayer. And then I think at some point, I didn't know how to pray. I, you know, it's so weird, right? Other day I was praying, and I was like, I don't know, I had like a... like a, Epiphany? No. Oh. I had an image, and it sparked a question in my head. I, I had an image of you, where you used to like, like kneel on the side of your bed and pray, because I kneel on the side of my bed and I pray. And I was like, I probably seen her like, cause I, heard, I it was like clockwork. You mm-hmm, know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I guess she has something else to rest with. Um, yeah, I, um, I I battled with that for a very long time in my life. Um, I mean, not to go too far, but um, growing up, I had a very weird relationship. I didn't have any relationship with God. I knew he existed. Um, I knew he was my reason for waking up every morning. But um, the relationship was flawed by just how he was introduced to me. Mm-hmm. And so... Force. Yeah. So as I got older and then, you know, just kind of just moving with the wind kind of thing, not really... Yeah, I knew he was there. Okay, I would read here and there, but... And I would have these like haphazard prayers, but nothing that I would say was like grounded. And then uh, I met my husband and um, I remember like watching him go through this journey. And I will definitely have to say like, I knew a lot, but he opened my eyes to so much more, which allowed me to then go on my own journey Mm -hmm. and figure out what made sense for me. And I remember it was the same thing that I used to be like, oh, you know, I don't see him like pray as much or whatever, whatever. And we would talk about that. And I was like, okay. And I kind of felt myself moving in that same direction. I was like, okay, yeah, he made a good point. And then I kind of doubled back because I was like, well, that may be good for you, but I'm not sure if that's good for me kind of thing. Right. And then I kind of, and then as I became more grounded spiritually, my prayer is different. Mm -hmm. So my prayer isn't, you know, oh, you know, kneel on my bed. This is 
specific prayer that I pray every right, night right. religiously about whatever, whatever, et cetera, because it became very religious. I don't think it became a true connection. Mm. Like, I don't think it became to me. It just felt like something that I did when I went to bed okay. versus this is my time with God. So I could wake up in the morning and be just sitting there staring out the window for a whole hour. Yeah. Yep. And that's my time with him. Um, sometimes like I'm really good and I give like dedicated time and it could be on my run and I'm just talking to him. Um, it could be, um, I'm better at it on the weekend. So sometimes I'll just go outside. I'll say my meditations and my mantras and I'm just, I'm just having full length tears rolling down conversations with God, you know? So for me, they have become more meaningful, Mm -hmm. more grounded, more, um, less, less religious, less, um, strategic in terms of when and where and how and how long. Mm -hmm. And am I saying this properly? And yada, yada, yada. Um, and I came to realize that I was shedding what was instilled in me as a little girl Mm -hmm. and what I thought was the right thing to do. And you had to go through that on your own and Mm -hmm. kind of figure that out. And what I thought was going to get me to heaven and what I think was pleasing to God and, you know, I, I never had to go through those. Like, for me, it's always been a conversation with God. It's always been, like, relaxed. I never felt like I had to, although my family's Catholic, not really, but they were raised right. a certain Catholic in the Catholic church, but I was allowed to find my, my way to God. Mm-hmm. Like, I was allowed to figure out what was comfortable for me. I wasn't forced to go to church. I wasn't forced to say hail mary full of grace you know like none of those things so for me it's always been i just talk mm-hmm. I just talk to god whether i kneel whether i'm laying outside on the grass and closing my eyes whether i'm up in my car i'm walking somewhere like it just it's whenever whenever i feel i need to or i want to or just to you know what i mean just to say thank you but for me i like i wasn't put in a position like you were like i was able to figure out where i where i find myself with god mm-hmm. like you know what I mean? And truly, that's beautiful. It, it really is. truly is. It like, is because I didn't have to go through shedding yep. all those things, those labels that people place on yeah, and religion, mm-hmm. and I didn't have to do any of that. Yeah, and I feel like I might get to the point where I might double back to that because then I feel like I'm at a better place where I can have that conversation mm-hmm. and not feel like it's not right. Right. You know what I mean? Like not. I, it might be at a point where I'm okay with. God, I just want to say these two things to you before I go to bed tonight. Right. I love you and I but thank you. But it's whenever you. you feel. If you felt like, I'm sure that if you felt before you went to bed, if you wanted to say something to God, you would. Right. It's not like you just, I'm, the people, I think that whole connotation of, now I lay me down to sleep, like, mm-hmm. ideal of you pray before you go to bed. Even the, like, praying over my meal. Like, I used to be, I'm kind of getting back to it a little bit because I've, kind of made peace with it and kind of figured out my own how I feel about it. Mm -hmm. But um, for a long time, I would be like, am I I doing this because I'm actually thankful for the meal that I'm about to eat? Mm -hmm. Am I truly thankful? Am I I fully embraced in the fact that there are starving people who couldn't, who would never be able to have a meal like this ever in life. Right. And that even though I feel crazy about X, Y, Z in my life, I can still eat. Right. There's people who are going through 10 times worse than me and can't eat. That's how so, I feel. And so am I really, truly engaged in that? Or I'm just trying to hurry up and say, cause I'm starving. So those were the conversations that I had to have with myself all the time. Yeah. And once I kind of made peace with that idea and that, and that concept with myself, I didn't, I didn't feel like I needed to do that every single time mm. because my conversations with God were always how thankful I was, how extremely thankful I was and how blessed I truly am. Mm-hmm. And even though I'm not exactly where I would like to be in life, you've blessed me in ways that are so surmountable. Mm-hmm. So, and you know that when I talk to you all the time. So yes, each meal is precious, but I'm thankful every morning I get up because I just am. Mm-hmm. So whatever whatever happens throughout the day, I'm thankful for every part of it because I'm right. always saying that. 
You know what I mean? I'm 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 thankful for the the blessing of the day. I'm thankful for the car. I'm thankful for the gas. I'm thankful for the money that you put in my account to buy to pay for the gas. I'm I'm thankful for the the freedom that you give me. I mean, I say thank you all day. Mm-hmm. So for me, it wasn't. It was a point where I felt like I talked to you so much and I was so thankful that I'm like, okay, I don't know if that was necessary to do that religious act again. Like for me, it just felt like just like me kneeling at the kneel in my bed. Like, am I just doing this because this is what society says you do? Mm-hmm. This is what Christianity or whatever says you're supposed to do because it looks different. Does that mean you're not thankful? Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's almost, uh, is it a, is it an image thing mm-hmm. or am I truly, am I doing it so that other people know who I am and what I am Mm -hmm. or am I so grounded and still with my God that I don't have to do this because he truly knows how I feel, you know? So, right. And everybody, uh, people pray differently and people move differently. You know what I mean? Just like Muslims kneel and and, and on their prayer mat to me, I don't know. I think when I, although I pray and I say I'm thankful all day, every day, sometimes I feel like the kneeling is like, I don't want to say submission to God, but I guess in a sense, like, like I'm just here. You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. I'm mm-hmm. here. This is I am what I have. Like, I, this is what I'm giving. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's just how I always think of it. Mm-hmm. I never thought of it like, you kneel because they tell you, like, let, let's all kneel in church. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think for me, though, like, um, in being able to have freedom to figure out what God was to me in my spirituality... I was afraid to, and then as I got older, I got more comfortable with being able to question, mm. being able to question what, because even though I figured out myself and in, in, in my spirituality, but I was always taught, you know what I mean? I was also taught things, but like my grandma, she's a devout Jesus lover, Jesus believer. And I was, I, I sometimes, you know, you question things. You question certain things. And I, I used to be afraid to question things. Like I used to be afraid to question the whole ideal of who Jesus is and what Jesus is and did God do this with, you know what I mean? Like all those things I questioned so much. I even still question. And that's crazy to me because you had the freedom. So I would think the freedom would have been open ground to ask questions. Yeah. Because for me, I didn't ask questions because it was almost like, you just have to accept this for what it is. Don't ask any questions. It's so higher than you. Mm-hmm. It's so above you that you ask it how dare you question god how dare you ask a question the bible how dare you like mm-hmm. that's that's not how a, 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 a true christian behaves you mm-hmm. know so i could see how i wouldn't ask because i was so fearful but it's so funny that you had the same exact experience in that sense but mm-hmm. didn't have this experience yeah you know? i think it was because although my mother gave me freedom everyone had their own spirituality and journey or whatever my family but everybody was so set in what they believed Mm, okay everybody is so strong in i believe in this i believe in that my grandma's a devout jesus lover she loves every saint she loves every you know what i mean like she's gung-ho for the things she believes and my mom's gung-ho for the things she believes. my aunt is you know what i mean so everybody has a different thing so it was almost like okay i can ask questions but my aunt believes in this my mom believes in this and I'm I just I'm just taking piece and piece and piece and piece and from everyone, but I still had questions. And I don't know, maybe the too much freedom left me with more questions. Mm. I don't know. Mm. Very interesting. Very interesting. Mm. But yeah, you know what baffled me, and I had to like, not that it baffled me, but I was just oh the dog is snoring. <laughs> Just going in, <laughs> but um, when I met like a real life atheist, mm-hmm. when I met a real life atheist, that shit put everything like into perspective. And I never asked too many like I didn't we didn't have like in depth conversations, but just to know like hear certain things and I'm just observing, and to know like you can have things in common with an atheist like a lot, a lot of things in common. Mm-hmm. I've met a satanist. I think that's their name. I think that's what it's called. We'll, I can't remember. We'll go with that. Satan worshiper. Yeah. And if you look beyond what your idea of what Satan, and I got my air quotes in the air, he believes in something higher than him. Mm-hmm. So on that concept alone, 
I guarantee you there will be things that you'll have in common. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, uh, <laughs> yes, there are going to be extreme leaps and bounds and hurdles and things that you will never, ever see eye to eye with. But the fact that they you believe in something higher than you and the, and the, the fact that you do the same, you'll probably have more in common than you think you do. Right. But yeah, I know what you mean by that. Like meeting someone that's like completely left in your yeah. eyes. It's ridiculous. It's like crazy. Like you wouldn't even, you can't even fathom like that. Those similarities. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's kind of crazy when you really think about it. Absolutely. But it's also cool like to meet people. You know what I mean? But I also feel like one thing I respect about atheists is that I feel like in today's world, everybody is looking for something to worship, right? Like, before we go into it and really understand the basis and the core and the values of this religion, we convert ourselves and we we take it for what they show us and what they tell us. You know what I mean? Like that story we heard about the lady who could, um, she converted to the nation of Islam mm-hmm. and didn't really know, like, the basis of, like, everything, like, in the religion so i just feel like today like i i can kind of respect an atheist in that sense of like so you're not just giving in to anything and just believing anything you know what i mean like you're not just you didn't come out the womb they told you god is god here's what you believe in this is what you do this is how you do this what you know what i mean Mm -hmm. you you took it upon yourself to say no i'm not going for it you know that aspect of it i can truly like okay like i respect it yeah definitely I mean, I, could, I I can almost respect anything mm-hmm. if it if it has good morals and values. You know what I mean? Right. But I don't know about anything. Yeah, I I say except as in terms of I have enough love to understand wherever you may be. I don't need to be a part of it. I don't need to agree with it. Right. I don't need to. I don't need to do a lot of things. But I I and I also love the knowledge of things like that like like things that are like i can't even fathom and then i have a conversation with somebody with something that i can't fathom and i actually have some level of understanding from it mm-hmm. Psh, I, to me i just feel like oh that you just got smarter son yeah <laughs> you just got like you on another level right now so is is Almost, uh, yeah, I feel like almost anything. Because when I, I would have thought that if I have ever met someone that had, you literally are branded with the, uh, I forgot what it was. It's not, it wasn't a star, but whatever. It was like the symbol of, of, of Satanist or whatever. And I, I don't think I've ever, I, I've seen it, but when I saw it on him, it almost like immediately triggered something to me. And I kept staring at it and I'm like, I don't know exactly, but I think I know. And anybody else probably would have been like, I'm not asking it. Like, mm-hmm. what the hell? And it wasn't a very long conversation, but it was enough for me to know, like, wow, I met you, and I'm not disgusted by you. I met you, and I don't feel, you don't rub me the wrong way. I don't feel mad. I don't feel anything. I would really have loved to have a real conversation with you. I would have really like had that wish I had that opportunity to truly understand. I think I Googled it for like a very long time. I can't remember everything I I saw and studied, you know, but I wouldn't have thought that that would have, that was the energy I would have gotten from my kind of person. Right. I I also thought I would have ran from it. Like, um, yeah, let me get out of here. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But when you feel so grounded and protected, ain't nothing you can do to me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So for me, it was just, I was like, man, this, it didn't pan out how if somebody had asked me what I thought it would, yeah, what that crazy. experience would look like. So mm-hmm. it's crazy out here. It's crazy out here in these streets. Crazy out. Didn't you see somebody um on the ground today? Oh, man. Oh, man. I was traumatized. <laughs> it's not funny, but yeah, because you called me and you were like, uh, but wait, did did the person kill themselves? Oh, wait, you said you didn't know. know. No, I, was sure. I was on my way back from yoga, just driving down a very busy street in, in, in Atlanta. And, you know, 
mind my business, just cops everywhere, caution tape everywhere, you know. <clears throat> it's a, like a crazy amount of cop cars. So I'm just like, what is going on over here? And I'm, I'm at the light after I kind of get closer to like where the cops are. And then I'm at a light sitting there waiting for the light to turn green. And I look to the left and I see the caution tape. And there is a body on the floor covered with a white blanket. Mm. And I was like, it just hit my soul in a way I just cannot explain. I was like, oh my God. Right. And I was killing myself to get my get to my phone. I call you, don't answer. And I'm just driving like, oh my God, I just saw dead body. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I've been to funerals before, but that was something different. Yeah. Just the body on the street. Right. Just laying there. Like. <laughs> right. And, and and especially when you're on your way back from yoga, feeling, feeling good. good. <laughs> you turn the corner. Whoa. Mm-hmm. What the hell? Yeah, that's a blow. That's a blow. Man, I was just like, God. And it makes you, I don't know, for me, it was like, it, when you said that to me, it was like, be thankful for your life. Mm-hmm. Be thankful for your life. Mm-hmm. Be thankful for your life, like, in your worst, and your darkest, like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just be thankful for it your life. It could always be worse. You know? Like, I used to, I laugh at my father all the time. And I'm not laughing because I don't believe it, but I guess I'm just laughing how he says it. And every single time I speak to my father or I text my father, the first thing that my father writes or says, I just thank God for life. That is always what he says. How you doing, daddy? I'm just, I just thank God for life. I just mm-hmm. thank Jesus for life. That is always his first sentence. And I laugh all the time because my father's just funny. You just, he could be having a serious conversation. You would just, be, you're just going to laugh anyway. Mm-hmm. But and when I think about that, I'm like, you're absolutely right. Yeah. That is exactly what you're thankful for because nobody wants to be six feet under before you're ready to go. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. though if, when you go, you probably be so much at peace. But anyway, that's right. not the point. Yeah, that's not the point. That is definitely not the point. It's not. Especially when you feel like you haven't done enough. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay, I have a serious question, though. Do you think, like, like a soul of a person leaves, like if say they die before it was there, they felt like they were done figuring shit out, like well, doing shit. Do you feel like if I if do I do I feel see because I feel like when you die you that was you were supposed to die you were supposed to go. Me too. Okay. So I'm saying like the whole feeling like it wasn't your time to go like it's null and void at that point. Oh yeah, that thought is long gone. You've done what you're supposed right. to do. Right. Other people you... in the world, the people close to you might feel that way, but. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. I'm just like at that point because when people always be like, "Oh Lord, don't let me go before it's my time." If you go, no, it's it was your, your time. time. <laughs> I always feel like that. I'm just like, yeah. And I mean, I get this. Like, <laughs> you know, how everybody was making, "Don't go outside too late. Don't walk the dog too late." You know how that's a big thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, listen, they beating, they robbing, they stealing the criminals, the criminals out there. I mean, they doing it in broad daylight. That's what I tell people all the time. I mean, honest to God, my husband and his sister went in. They were going in one day. And I said, you're telling me that the point is that people are not getting, a lady was 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 walking down the street with her dog in, in broad daylight. Okay? Only, only broad I, daylight. Only thing I know and shit happened to her. see it, but they gonna, it's still the same crap. It's the same Thing. Yeah, I understand the concept of you know the Greeks come out at night. I get that. I get the whole concept of that. Okay, <laughs> but the point being is, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what time of day. You're concerned because of how you feel mm-hmm. and what it's gonna do to you. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. I, I, I'm walking with God, baby. I mean, yes, I'm gonna be a little cautious. I'm probably not gonna go as far, but. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't know what to tell you. Like, let me tell you, I don't do certain things at night because I'm scared. No, and I get that, but I'm not. You see what I'm saying? And I feel yeah, like you yeah, yeah. and you're putting, putting fears on me. me that I don't have. And I I understand what you're saying. I get it. I get it. I totally all the way. But I want you to understand that it doesn't matter what time of day. Mm-hmm. It doesn't no, matter I, what time. I of feel day. the exact same way. Me and my mom have this conversation all the time. She doesn't matter. Don't. It was ten o'clock. Why are you going to Walmart? She's like, it's it's ten o'clock. It's ten o'clock. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? And everybody has a different level of late. Yeah. 
Everybody's a different level. Like my mom's like, I'm worried about you. She's like, you, that just doesn't sound like a wise decision to make to go to Walmart. Listen, we have an aunt that don't leave her house at nine o'clock. Nine o'clock is over. She's not going to no Walmart. She's not going to the gas station. She's not going anywhere. Nowhere. Nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. Okay. So that's what you're telling me. I shouldn't leave my house every time to nine o'clock. Like everybody has a mm-hmm. definition of what's too late for them. Listen, I'm covered. Highly favored. And protected. Okay. I get it, but uh, I got what my dog got what my dog. Cause ain't nobody cleaning up this crap. Okay. Not the piss. Nothing. So. But yeah. I call people like you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I feel like when you feel um, when you're in a good spiritual space, mm-hmm. space with God, space with yourself, space whatever with whatever you believe in, um. I feel like you kind of have the power to create that space. And so I feel like I wrote this down in my notes one morning. Mm -hmm. And I wrote, the things that I watch, listen to, and talk about give my energy, give me energy um, each and every moment of my life. From the moment I wake up to the moment I go to sleep, they shape my mood, which ultimately shapes my day, which shapes my energy and outlook and the outcome of my life. I can control all things that happen in my mind and in my spirit. I can control my day and how I feel by taking in good, productive things from the moment God grants me permission to rise each morning and each day. That's beautiful. It's amazing. You need to put that on a page. Yeah. You need to make that a mantra. Can you send that to me? Yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. It it encompasses everything. Because I truly felt like that one morning I woke up and I was just in a weird place. And I started playing, like, motivational. I was watching videos, and I was just playing, like, good motivational things Mm -hmm. and my mantras and meditating. And from that moment on, like, I just had the most amazing day. Mm -hmm. And didn't shit didn't happen. Nothing Nothing. nothing happened. (laughs) I know. I know what you mean. But I had the most But everything felt better. Smoothie tasted better. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? The rise in the body of it felt better. Yes. You know? Yeah. And also, like... For me, it, it was not that I couldn't get to that place, but sustaining it mm-hmm. within environments that was hard to sustain mm-hmm. that. In. And so that's that's my journey right now. Yeah. That regardless of who, what, where, when, why, whatever's going on around me, or a conversation made me feel a certain kind of way, or mm-hmm. somebody's energy made me feel a certain way, or I felt like I said something to somebody, and I'm like, that was clear as day. How come you didn't get that? And it mm-hmm. made me feel a kind of way that I can walk away from that, laugh about it, hope that it hope that it is okay with you because I moved on and I'm all right, mm-hmm. and move on with my life, you know what yep. I mean? And I truly understand what you mean by that. Yeah. It really, really does. And whatever you have to do in that day, regardless of what anyone in the world may think in your immediate life may think whatever you have to do every day to make you sane and happy do it mm-hmm. and that's that yeah and I, whoever feels however way they feel about yeah. however way they feel that's their business yep. because we all have a choice yep and you do have a choice each and every day i think also like when you're on that journey you have to also know like it's okay to say no it's okay to say I have this to do. Like you have to, yeah. Always, I'm not saying being self to be selfish, but also always take your journey and your spiritual goals into consideration when making decisions that involve other people. Like you, you, you know, you need to stay home and freaking get your shit together, or you need a moment and you haven't had a moment to yourself. And somebody says, "Can you? You want to go out?" But you know that that's your time for that moment. Take your moment. Take your moment. If you can do it after do it after but don't put your progress on the back burner because that i just feel like that's that's also part of maintaining your growth within real life were you about to say something when you finish oh you're good and don't make anybody feel like whatever you have to do in your life is not important mm-hmm. because if things don't look a certain way to certain people it's not important if you get what I'm saying, like, oh, you're not doing this, and this is this this signifies to society that you that you're doing okay, and so if you don't have that, then it's not important. Like whatever you're doing, other than that, right. it's not important. 
So don't ever make anybody make you feel like because whatever your life looks like right now that doesn't mirror somebody else's or the world, that it's not important. Right. And that has that is also something that has been something that I had to hold sacred and love and, and protect it. Mm-hmm. Because somebody will shatter it real quick if they feel like it doesn't mirror what they deem as um important. Right. You know what I mean? Like they don't like they think whatever they're doing is trumping you or whatever they want trumps you or you should be doing this trumps what you want to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, because it doesn't look like the way in which they think it should look. I don't, I also, like, I struggle with that as well. Like with other people, especially when you're figuring out and it, like you said, doesn't look, what you're doing doesn't look like what they think it should look like. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like I wish that we were more like everyone was more aware of those things. Like, you can't do that to people. You, I agree with you. But I also have, <laughs> and this, and this might come across. I don't really care. Not that I don't care, but I've. This is kind of the things I say to myself when I worry about what other people may think of me, mm-hmm. and I look at them and I say, if you're not, if you're not doing what I think is the epitome of success, then I can't care what you say about me. So if I feel like you're not changing the world in some way, shape, or form, if you're not using your influence to change the world or to do something amazing or to give back, don't talk to me. If you're just going to work and clocking and getting a check, don't talk to me because you're not doing anything to change the world. Nothing. You're not changing. And when I mean like, what are you doing for yourself as well to prepare yourself to change the world? Mm -hmm. Are you doing something, even if it's on the side, what are you doing to benefit someone else? My podcast is benefiting the hundreds of people who listen to us. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's 30, sometimes it's 40, sometimes it's 50. We love it, but we're giving something back to the world. You know what I mean? I do all kinds of other things. I do charity work. I do all kinds to give back to the world. So if you're going to go clock and get a check and you think oh you 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 bossed up because that's what you can do but you're not giving back to the world and to me you just you just a dead fish in the sea you're not helping nobody here mm-hmm. you know what i mean so i feel like you can't say shit to me unless you're changing the world yeah. no I, I that's a beautiful way to look at it you know so i feel like I, the people who i look at and admire and say yo you're dope i'm gonna take into to heed into consideration what you say but yeah. People who just want to throw their fears on me, nah, I'm good on that. Yeah. Like, I'm good on that. Because you're not, when I look at you, and I'm like, and you you think that you have enough, You you, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, you thought to yourself that it was okay to open up your mouth about what you think I should be doing with my life. Why? I don't call you and, and, and tell you what I think you should be doing with but your that's, life. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel I don't. like, I, like, I maybe maybe people aren't really like here. I need you to be like present, present because mm-hmm. I believe that if you were and you were in tune or if you just paid a lick of attention truly, mm-hmm. you would know that that's not effective. Mm-hmm. That's not productive, but maybe you're in a shitty shitty place. Mm-hmm. And you can't even see that. You know what I mean? So you I feel like it's my responsibility now to make sure like you said that I know that whatever you said, that's your that's your fear. Those are your inhibitions. Those are your that problems you're that you're trying to project on me. And mm-hmm. I'm just going to do a, a dive to the left <laughs> and to the right and dodge it. And it means my superpowers on your ass. Okay? Right. No, for real. You know, and it, and, and I, you know, it's so funny because we're, we're guilty of it as well. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I've also learned. I try really hard not to be that kind of person. No, me too. I try really hard not to be that kind of person. You know what I mean? Um, Because for a long time, I saw people do that to my brother. You know what I mean? Like, for a long time. And when you think you figured it out and you got it all together, and then you realize you don't got it all together. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like, damn, is this how you felt? (laughs) Like, is this how you felt? You know what I mean? So, you know, I, I you learn you learn from your mistakes, you know what I mean? You learn from your childish ideals, mm-hmm. um, and things that people have projected onto you until you realize like, you know, this this world out here is not easy. Yeah. You know what I mean? This world's not is not easy, it's not simple, and um and you gotta 
be the best that you possibly can be in your own right. Mm-hmm. And where whatever wherever and not and that, that that doesn't mean like you, you stay in a space that you know is not good for you. Whatever you need to do to jolt yourself out of that space, do it as best as you possibly can because I cannot lie, those are the times in my life that I had that were life changing for me. Right. You know what I mean? When I forced myself to get out of those spaces that I created for myself. And that's when you said that, like, when I wake up in the morning, I create what this day is going to be. I create the space I'm going to exist in, mm-hmm. regardless of what's going on around me. And that's easier said than done. Mm-hmm. Because unless you live alone, by yourself, in the woods, in a remote place. I mean, I don't. And I go out into the world, and obviously you have things that, that like, Little forks that that are thrown in, yes. you know, little daggers in exactly, the pan. But, yeah. um, but at the end of the day, like, I feel like when your head is strong, when your mind is strong, like it's 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 easier to to deal with and to keep yourself in that space. You know what I mean? Like when you make that 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 place inside your head when that's strong, I just feel like that there's nothing. Like the mind is a beautiful, powerful thing, and I'm still trying to figure it out myself. So I'm I'm no expert. But I know that I'm making it a mission for myself to actively wake up every day and say, hey, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, it's I, a good day. Right, it is. Yeah. And no matter what happens, it will be. Like, I will be okay. It will be okay. It will be a good day. And I just try to keep a positive attitude. Like I try not to, to let things rile me up. You know what I mean? And if it is, I either try to just stay calm, work through it within myself, or... I remove myself from the situation and I realized that there have been situations where I have been the agitator in the situation Mm -hmm. and I no longer am in those situations. You know what I mean? And maybe I'm not, you have to also be open to maybe you're not the best thing for somebody else's life. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm flawed too. So I have my moments where I might be putting my fears on somebody else. I might be, and they don't need that. I agree. So, and you, um, sorry to cut you, but you made a comment and you said, um, um, with your mind being stronger, you can deal with those situations. And I've come to realize that is for me, it's not necessarily it inadvertently. Yes, that's what you're doing, but I'm not really dealing with the situation. I'm dealing with me but because you- I deal with me better. Like, because that conversation that I'm having with myself allows me to, be okay with whatever that experience But I feel is. like you are the situation because a million things can happen to you and how you react affects how the situation goes for you. Yeah. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So that's how I, that's how I look at it. Like, it, it won't be a problem. Like, somebody could say something to me and it won't be an issue unless I say something back or if I, if I react, if I react a certain way. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, yeah, but I mean, like, I'm saying the same thing. I'm just saying that my conversation is happening with me first. Yeah, that's, that's what my, I mean. Yeah, like, that's that's my concern. That's, yeah. like, that's what I'm paying attention to. Because you could, you could say something out loud and think that you're bettering the situation, right? But it's almost like you have to say to yourself first, like, is this necessary? Is you know, it but not that's what necessary? I mean. That internal yeah, yeah, yeah. conversation mm-hmm. is. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like it's just like when the core of something is the core of something, like, it. It sets the foundation, it sets the tone, it sets everything. Everything is built around that core. And so if the core is strong and there's, you know what I mean? I just feel like you put yourself in a place where you can have a conversation with yourself. You know that, okay, what is my process of of working through this situation? There's something going on outside of me, but what do I need to do so that this this doesn't affect me in a negative manner or I'm able to effectively work through the situation I'm in right now is what I'm saying. So, yeah, we are saying the same thing. The internal conversation is the core of everything. Because sometimes we feel like... I had, a, I had a real serious conversation with a friend recently, and I think, like, throughout that conversation in the beginning, she felt she needed to defend whatever was going on when in truly and honestly, honestly, I just wanted her to hear me out and how I felt... Because I already took days to process this. So I was okay with dealing with the defensiveness, with the outbursts, with the not getting what I was trying to say. Mm-hmm. And because I took the time to say, let me process this. Right. And then go back and let's have this conversation. Right. Which which then in turn 
was a flower at the end. Right. You know what I mean? Because, and you also have to realize, you have to take ownership for the fact that when you're in a relationship and you, and you know and you know that you're in a better spiritual and emotional place than the next person, the weight is on you. The weight is on you. The weight isn't on the other person because you know better. So you have to deal with that like somebody who knows better. You can't expect somebody else to rise to the same occasion when they're not at the same place as you. It's like you, a first grader, you asking to do a fourth grade test. You, they're not there yet. They're not there yet. You know what I mean? So you have to be okay to take the weight when you know better. And you can't walk into a situation thinking, oh, okay, I'm going to expect this person to do X, Y, and Z because they should know better. They're not there yet. And I look at everybody like that. Anytime I have any any disagreement, somebody doesn't fully understand me, um, I, I, I feel misunderstood, whatever, I've come to the conclusion that I know where I'm at and where I'm at in my life and I have to take ownership for that. Sometimes it's worth it and I'm going to step down. Sometimes I feel like I need to be heard and I need to be heard full out, like in, in the best environment that I can create because I know that this message needs to come across to that person because I give two shits. Um... And so I don't believe in you're in this great spiritual place and there's no responsibility. No. You have to have responsibility for where you are. And because I think that's the true test. Mm -hmm. That's the true test of knowing. Like I have a friend who always says to me, I think I'm better. But then when I get in relationships, I realize I'm not. So I think I need to be in relationships to figure it out. You need to pick better, better. You need to pick situations to be in that could potentially have positive outcomes you can't continue to put yourself in situations that you know that aren't going to end up well and say to yourself i'm just not getting better don't you think like another problem of a situation like that would be like previously at this specific one that specific one like like you can have conversations with yourself all fucking day Mm -hmm. Just like you can have conversations with a, with another person all day. Yep. But are you communicating effectively with yourself? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's another thing. Like, of course, like you said, picking the, the different situations that are actually better for you and that can benefit. You can, you know what I mean? But, like, you think, like, if somebody's not having effective conversations with themselves, like, are they able to identify what those better situations look like? No. You know what I mean? Nope. Not at all. And that's part of the that's part of your journey. <laughs> and that's part of something you're gonna have to figure out. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because, you know, I have a friend too, like negative talk all day to yourself. And so if you're having if you're having these negative conversations with yourself, and I mean full out. I'm not saying, Oh, I just feel like shit today. No. Full out negative conversation right. with yourself. And so you get into a relationship where someone else is speaking to you in a very negative light. It's like, yes. The inside is like, I agree. <laughs> and so now your you're, 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 you're subconscious self is telling you this is not good for you. You need to get out of this. You need to think, do better. But because you, you're now at a point where you're so comfortable in that space, and now you have somebody who's the, the who's cheering you on, like yeah, this is where you belong, and you're going in a downward spiral, and you start to think that that's 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 what you that's where you're supposed to be, and that's what you're supposed to be doing. Right. So, yeah, and I I think people also need to realize that every every situation doesn't need to be a situation. Like mm-hmm. it's okay to walk away. It's okay to say. You know what? We may not see eye to eye on this. It's cool. I love you. Move on. There's no negative energy. There's no mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z. Don't internalize it. And you move on with your life. Let that shit go. You got to. Let that shit go. And you know what else you should do? Let me show you what you do. You take yourself a deep, deep breath. When you breathe in, when you inhale, you push your stomach out. And when you exhale... Not that, not that, it should be slower than that. <laughs> yeah, and when you exhale, you know, your stomach will contract towards your spine. When you inhale, you need to inhale all the good air. Think of a bright color, a bright, bright color, and allow it to go all the way up to your head, down to your fingertips. Allow the bright air to flow through your entire body. 
that word, girl. Mm-hmm. Oh, it wasn't over, but it was. Oh, over. okay, okay. Ooh. Inhale right. again, cause you you exhale too early. <laughs> Make sure you take a good amount of breath and push your belly out. Okay. So all that love, that bright color flow all throughout your body. That air is just moving through, and in exchange of the good air coming out, I want you to release all the bad air, all the bad colors that you see, all the bad energy, the feelings. Let it go. There you go. Yes. A breath allows your body to know that everything is okay. A breath allows you to send good waves, good energy, and peace to whatever has bothered you, whatever has irritated you. And it gives you a chance to figure out what you need to work through. You can open your eyes now. Yes, yes. See, I told you she need to do a yoga CD, girl. She got that kind of voice, you know? That one that just put you... I almost, I almost was hypnotized just now for two seconds. See how you didn't hear me? I was over here laid out. My eyes were almost closed. And I almost fell asleep. It's okay. I'm going to start recording. You're going to do yoga sessions on here. Okay. You got that voice. Woo, girl. You just... You just... You just... You just, you just God just came in, in the inside part oh, just no. now. And he was talking to me over there. And I, I was I was somewhere else. I was on the beach, on the sand. I saw the water. I saw the sun. I, I'm telling you, I saw it all. Mm. See, I told you, I can't do that voice. People would be like, um, <clears throat> I feel like I want to um, shoot something. <laughs> no, I doubt it. Come on, you sound so rough. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> but no, I think only, I, I don't know about you, but you ever been to, like, Anytime I've ever been to a yoga class, I've n- it's always a very specific tone and voice that I hear every time. It could be completely different people, walks of earth. It could be a man. It could be a woman. It could be old. It could be young. They all have this very specific tone and sound, and it and it like it rings in a very specific kind of way with the, the universe. Yeah, you got that kind of voice. I'm just saying, I don't got that kind of voice. That's what mm. I'm saying. I wouldn't lead no yoga meditative. Uh, uh, what's, what's it called? Guided meditation. I just can't. It's called monotone. Right, I ain't got that. That's my point. You got that. I was over here like... <laughs> See, yeah, right now, go to sleep. Good night. Mm. Well, right there. Well? And she, you was like, oh, pull it in. Oh, yeah, I felt it. It made me feel skinnier, too, so I like that. <laughs> <laughs> and my eyes was legit closed over here, you know? I wasn't over here like, what's she doing over there? You know, you felt comfortable. And you was like, this, you, the eyes, was, it was just everything. It was beautiful. Yeah, that's going to be great when we do our event. Yes. Got a meditation. Got a meditation by her. Not her. Just one her. Just her. Yeah, I just, I'm going to be <laughs> over there just doing just doing the poses. <laughs> Vinshu. Okay, downward dog. What's the one where you put your hand down and you put your hand on like this and they tell you reach to the stars, feel through your hands? But you got bent like all the way. Yeah, we do that today in yoga. I don't know the name of that one. Yeah, they be doing kind of poses. Like, that's what they do for our stretches. We do yoga poses for our stretches. That's dope. But they don't be knowing the words. Oh, really? I mean, I've been on yoga class. I know there's like a word for every single movement. Animal name or pigeon. To the sunrise. Mm -hmm. They tell you to move, like how to move. Right. But But anyway. Yes. So? It was it was great. It was, it was amazing. Yes. It was a great session. I yes. love this. Yes, we did. I did love it. We hope you love it very much. Nice little felt like I was like a bird in the sky. I'm like a bird. Ooh, see? On the see what I'm saying? Girl, serenade me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we love you guys. Yes. Very much. And we will see you next week. Yes. Be good to yourself. Please. <laughs> ain't nobody else going to do. Yep, we out. What?